Just spending power, but we still sit at a deficit. Living amongst prejudice, even at our residence. Moors in America, flourishing, excellent. Let's buy up some neighborhoods and grow my own president. Yeah. And I come to you today with all intentions of spreading love, truth. Islam Morris, Islam, peace and love, everybody. Let me know if you can hear me. If you can hear me, please, somebody type a one. Type a one in the chat for me. Greetings, peace. Peace and love. Salam alaikum. Ashe. Hotep. What's up? Oh, good, good. So here we go. This video represents the views of the presenters and our guests based off our own personal research and life experience. So this this isn't coming at you, you know, as an official representation of any organization. This is just us speaking our mind and presenting facts and, and doing what we do. All right. We're doing great on this holy day. A lot of things going on. A lot of, lot of things going on. There's <laughs> some people wilding out today, but it's all good. Um, First and foremost, we always rise and give the highest praise to the Most High. Our Father, God, Allah, we give honor to our divine prophet, Noble Drew Ali, 
we also extend the honors to everybody and everything Morris. Every actually we we extend an honors to all those holding it down, the light bringers. The light bringers. Okay, you know who you are. So we're doing great. Hopefully you're doing great as well. All right, if you you've recovered a lot of Morris literature, share it with us. Bring it to us. Get at me on the side if you want to speak on this platform, Bay at moresinamerica.com. That's B-E-Y at moresinamerica.com. And um, what what is this about? What is this about? Today, we're going to be paying honors to the brother that just made the transition, brother D. Bailey L. Going to extend, I mean, give honors to him and um, also going to play the interview with the brother just in case you missed it. So you're, as always, you're listening to the True and Living Lightbringer. It's Moors in America. Um, we're always uncovering and bringing glorious light to all issues pertinent to the Moorish American paradigm. That's what we do here on Moors in America. If you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe. If you're not on YouTube, go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Everybody watching, make sure you like this video and click share. If you're watching in fear, because maybe you think that something is going to be... If you think the truth is going to be told and revealed and you think that it's going to put you in a bad light, don't worry. It's Holy Day. There's nothing to fear. Have no fear, Morse. Because if you follow your prophet, you follow your prophet to a destiny that is neither uncertain nor unknown so have no fear mores don't be scared we're not scared over here all right so shalom hotel happy holy day <laughs> islam peace and love to all the moors out here whether you consider yourself a more or not all right if you're about building and positivity love light prosperity we with you we're on the same wavelength and um i think this will be a great chance for everyone to learn and um you know no fear <laughs> just no fear don't be scared that's all i have to say don't be scared don't worry that your skeletons and things will be revealed and because all that stuff's going to come out anyway right you don't need one person to do it. it. It will all be revealed. That's the time that we're living in. <clears throat> That's why we see so much stuff going on, right? You see the the brother in the in the news for allegedly molest. Uh, the brother in the news for allegedly, you know, molesting a little girl, right? And that brother, you know, had tons of people giving him money and buying stuff from him. Now starting to look at them sideways, right? So all that stuff eventually gets exposed. Everything done in the dark will come to the light. Caveat emptor. It's not going to work. Even if you think that you can distort the movement, which is actually divine, which is actually pure, that the prophet created, the Morris Divine National Movement. Even if you think you can, you can distort it for whatever purposes, whether you're trying to enrich yourself, trying to fleece the people whatever you're trying to do it's not gonna work it's not gonna work and it doesn't matter how many people you have with you it doesn't matter if you're working for someone else it doesn't matter it's not gonna work right 
But um, on this day, as I said before, we're going to pay honors to the brother. And for um, for me and my wife, you know, we pay honors to that brother because when we joined the temple, we had already, you know, unofficially been in the movement for a long time. We knew we were Moors. We learned, you know, we tried to spread the word. We weren't necessarily out there teaching, but was, you know, sharing the message with people that we touched personally that we knew for years probably since like 2005 or something like that right but when we came into the temple there was no support like literally nobody was trying to teach us or show us anything you know and there was like a handful of moors you know good moors that you know that like sharing the literature and everything with the prophet and one of them was this brother d belly f all right and um you know i know like personally if we weren't um attending the holy day services and sunday schools with temple one in chicago chicago uh mecca shout out to the brother great bay you know if it weren't for those good moors there um you know we wouldn't have been able to formulate our temple here where we're located at and so i you know i'll pay honors i give honors to the good moors out there the good moors we honor the good moors and um you know that's how it is we also honor the ancestors and um one of the things that you know the that the um let me you know what matter of fact i'm i'm gonna read caveat enter before we play this video because i know a lot of us have never even heard the literature we don't even know what's going on right and so it's sad that there's people who's coming into this movement hungry wanting to know what to do and you have people who are out here culprits smelly culprits who are out here for personal gain who are out here for um reasons that are not noble right and they're here to lead people astray and to ultimately just to stagnate the movement right but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter so nothing that the plotters do is gonna work nothing that the traitors the culprits do is gonna work and they don't get honors and that's the other thing if nobody honors them if nobody recognizes them regardless of what they're doing they have no power try as they might they try in vain so i want to share this with you though and what i'm sharing is caveat enter this was originally published in a Moorish guide forgive me i don't know what year it was put out but um i think it's a powerful message that still rings true today i mean it's wild you know some moors have zero respect zero respect at all you know on a holy day we have moors acting crazy <laughs> you know the brother just made the transition and we have moors who don't even give the brother a week you know of making the transition to rest before they start acting crazy so it's wild but i do want to read and share this caveat enter with you and for those who've never seen this or read this uh, feel free to read along islam to the more oh yeah majestic Ra. definitely yeah we we've been on it for a minute i mean we used to have a youtube the hundred forty four thousand, but that was just the tip of the iceberg you know we you know just sharing as much as we could with people and you know for the most part doing our work off of the internet you know to 
strengthen ourselves and to see what we could do, you know, to um to uplift. But I want to read this, and, and 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 that's the thing. You got some people who just like coming out of the blue, out of nowhere, you know, and it's like, who are you? Trying to position yourself as leadership and all this stuff. But we're gonna read caveat emptor. And um, you know, it's funny because you know, this this is more than likely, you know, close to a hundred years old, and it still rings true today. Moors are men upright, independent, and fearless who care for their loved ones and follow the prophet to a destiny which is not uncertain nor unknown. They are fortified by the impregnable doctrine built upon love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. And it is, there, it is therefore folly at its greatest height for smelly culprits with their insidious plans to invade such realm. So it is letting you know, like, it ultimately doesn't matter what they're trying to do. It's folly at its greatest height. It's not going to work. You, It's an impregnable doctrine that's fortified this. You can't penetrate. You can't take it down. You can't do what you think you're going to do. It isn't going to work. Right? So it's folly at its greatest height. But, you know, try as they might, right? They try and try. But their own bad planning brings down wrath upon their heads like the sword old Democles had, right? And who, who wants to be in that position anyway where you have this sword swinging over your head is being held up by, you know, like a single thread, a single hair or, you know, a, 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 a thin thread, right? Who wants to be in that position? So always keep an eye out for people who are angling for these positions that they think are powerful positions, right? It, especially the ones who act as if they didn't ever want to be in that position before. You can't trust them. They wanted it, Right? But um, try and try. Uh, they try and try, but their own bad planning brings down wrath upon their heads like the sword old Democles had. Intrigue and scurryless cunnings find a difficult path to travel within the ranks of the Moors. So it's not going to work. Right? You might think you're slick, but people know. This is so because the Moorish movement has been well planned by Prophet Noble Drew Ali whose latent powers are abundant, unknown, and may be called into action as a matter of defense at any moment, right? So there, there's, spirit, there's a spiritual aspect to this that people who don't have this spirituality can't tap into, right? You know, and you can tell who's not spiritual. You know, the people that are disrespectful, ultimately, like in so many ways, you can tell. It's obvious. They don't have it. The prophet is not with them. So try as they might, it isn't going to work. So you don't, ultimately, you don't have to worry about it, but they're not fooling anymore. Some of them get angry when they're getting busted out, when it's known or when it's made apparent to them that they're not fooling people. But in all, all reality, they're not fooling anyone, right? And so they're all over the place. But the majority of us are sincere. So the few who are, who are planning and plotting, they'll never succeed. So the prophet, Prophet Noble Drew Ali knows the people within his ranks who are interested. They are the vanguard of the movement as the Moorish hordes increase here in America, right? The true Moorish American Muslims are the vanguard of the movement. So it doesn't matter what paperwork you think you have, what filings you think you have, right? That you think is going to increase your uh, 
increase your uh, prominence <laughs> within the movement, it's not going to work. You're not the vanguard of the movement. These people don't own the movement. They don't. All of the Moors are active, not passive. A member's interest can only be in one direction. And having traveled over, over the road for years before, the prophet knows where every member is along the road. A few feet below is another road where schemers work, where traders grin and culprits bask in the sun. They think they're on the same road with the true Moors. But they're not, right? But the Moors are high above on a pinnacle where they might view the destructionists as they fall for the last time in their bones bleach in the sultry midday sun. And we know that people who are on this path of darkness, they don't see the light. They don't, they think they're on the same true road. So they're not gonna take heed to any of this stuff. They're pretending that they're the true Moors, right? They don't even realize they're on the path to destruction. Hungry scavengers flying high, catch scent, devour, and leave crying out, caveat emptor, cast out the dead carcass, the Moors high above see these plotters, purveyors, the worst that exists, hurl themselves downward by their own works as the hawks, hawks wait. And so people like this try as they might, they won't succeed. If they're trying to do something that they think is spirituality, it's more than likely for unscrupulous means. Like say they're trying to use magic or voodoo or something to harm someone else. They're trying to tap into something that's going over their head and it's only going to backfire on them. It always does. It will hurt them more than it will hurt the true and living. And it's always like that. The schemes that they do, they won't work. They never do. Right. And so, um, you know, ultimately, though, we do want to <laughs> we do want to pay honors to the elder. And um, like I said, um, I'm not going to keep the Moors who are watching. There's there's some Moors. There's some plotters. There's some um, schemers who watch these videos scared, like literally, because they have so many skeletons in their closet. They're doing so many shameful things that they're scared that it's going to be exposed. So they watch like every video. Right. And um, it's crazy, Moors. But it's really like that. They're living in a house of cards where all you have to do is flick a pebble at them and they'll be exposed. It'll come crashing down. Right. And then it's crazy for people who live like that to be out here doing people wrong because it's so easy to take them down. But enough about the scavengers, enough about the scavengers on this holy day. We will be playing a video for you all. This is an interview with the elder D Bailey L. Um, once again, want to share this because the brother shared wisdom and insight with us on the movement, um, words and, and um, history that came from people who actually knew the prophet, right? So this is like oral history and tradition that we couldn't have gotten any other way than talking to the elders. And, you know, and it's powerful. So, you know, it gave us a great idea of what the movement was actually supposed to be about so that others can't come and twist it for you. And then putting that with the actual literature that the prophet put out, it's plain as day how this movement is supposed to go and how it's not supposed to go. And so we do want to share that, you know, because we did not get any support from those 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 uh, <laughs> those culprits, you know. 
who are there to stagnate the movement. They did not assist at all. All right. But um, on that note, though, let's go ahead and get to that, to that video. Um, you know what, though? Real quick. Let's hit that pause button real quick. So before we play this, before we play this video, if anybody has anything they'd like to share, or if you would like to join in on this broadcast, I'm going to go ahead and share the uh, stream, the stream uh, link so you can join us. All right. I'm going to put that in the chat for uh, YouTube and Facebook. So yeah, if you want to jump on this stream, feel free to click that link. You can come in here um, and we can build. We're going to go ahead and open this up to the family. Open this up to all the moors, all right? So everybody out there, though, before we do that, though, um, make sure you click like and share. And um, like I said, if you want to join us on the stream, if you have any questions, you want to come on here, you have anything you want to build on, Anything you want to bring to the people, anything you think the people need to hear, whatever it may be, feel free to click that link and that'll bring you into the stream. Okay, so um, I don't know. You might be able to do it from a phone. I I can't say for sure, but um, definitely click that link if you want to join the stream. And um, we're going to go ahead and play this video. We appreciate the brother and... um, I'm sure you guys will appreciate this knowledge. So everybody click like and share. And we're going to go ahead and start. Oh, uh, before we get started, though, I do want to share one message from our sponsors. For all the business owners out there, for anybody, for any organizations, anything that needs traffic, clients, go to realtrafficmarketing.com. It's a full service marketing agency. We can take care of all your marketing needs, right? So go right there to realtrafficmarketing.com. Right, here we go. Peace and love. What's up? Um, we're coming to you live from Chicago, Chi Town, Chi Rack. Don't call it that. Mecca. All right. And um, we have a very important video for you. Um, I just want to make sure everybody understands how special this is. 
um, you're going to hear someone who's like walking, um, breathing, living history. Okay? Um, you're going to hear from the Supreme Grand Sheik of the Moorish Science Temple. Can we say that again? The, the one and only, the Supreme Grand Sheik from the Moorish Science Temple. Okay, if you haven't heard of him or don't understand why this is so important, you need to Google him. Okay, that's on you. Seriously. Google uh, Supreme Grand Sheik D. Bailey L. D. Bailey L. I'll put the words up there, okay? You need to Google him. You need to understand what's going on. This is very important. And it's even where we're at right now. Chi-Town is Mecca. Seriously. Uh, the brother on, a, on another video on this channel, check it out. Assistant Grand Sheik. Young Phenom um, Mayel, okay? He was telling you that this is Mecca, okay? And we can attest to this. You have two witnesses that can bear witness to that. This is Mecca. This is truly Mecca. It's not just something just to throw around and just to say. There's a reason why the Nation of Islam, Farrakhan is here, Minister Farrakhan. There's a reason why the Moor Science Temple is here. It's real. Make a Hajj to Mecca, you do it to strengthen your faith, right? That's one of the reasons why. When you go there, you, you, you may be around disbelievers, but when you make the Hajj to Mecca, you're around other Muslims. We are Muslims. We make the Hajj to Mecca here in Chicago, and we can attest all types of people people wearing their suit and tie, work uniforms, whatever they the see us, drivers and saw us. They say Islam, Islam because they recognize, they respect. They're Muslims, Muslims too, okay? They're Moors and they know it. There's respect for it. There's respect for the Moors here. The bus driver driving by, he made sure he made eye contact and said Islam. We see it, okay? So it's not it's not fake, it's not fantasy. Um, it doesn't matter, you can't hear about it. You have to come here, you, you have, have to, to see, see it. you have to make Hajj for yourself. If you are a Moor, you have to come. You have to check out convention at least once for Every yourself. Every year is here. Just to know. September it's 15th. And, and you, the have 20th. To, you have to listen to the Supreme Grand Sheik right now because we're talking about someone with direct lineage to the Prophet who's alive right now. Unbroken line from the Prophet to the first Supreme Grand Sheik who's actually his grandfather. Okay? So that's why I'm saying you, this, this is an amazing incredible video and we're blessed that he took the time to, to teach us and to share actual real history with us yes. um, if you know anything about Praise your nationality or even if you're just learning about it you have to check this out and share this this is coming straight I don't want to say from the horse's mouth straight from the prophet's mouth Islam. okay this is real okay so just wanted to let you know what's going on and yes we're here in, in Mecca otherwise known as and it's beautiful and it's real and yes the moors are here and yes you have to come here so especially to people who are thinking or talking uh, recklessly it is the windy city indeed <laughs> it is definitely the windy city so <laughs> you can't talk recklessly about moors or anything like that You've never even been here and if you're a genuine real person you have to show respect this is a true elder who's been fighting for us and doing this for years so listen and learn and enjoy and um remember you have to you have to come out here for yourself you have to make the pilgrimage to mecca and um let me say islam, islam. Is
everybody out there. Love, peace, and blessings. All right, peace, bro. Did you have any questions before we start this interview? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I just wanted uh, I just wanted to ask a question about uh, nationality. You know, uh, proclaiming the nationality. It's it's a question, and also I just wanted you all to clarify for Moors that might be babies in the knowledge to, you know what I'm saying, just the clarification for them also about nationality, like coming into the knowledge and proclaiming your nationality and declaration, you know what I'm saying, all of that, declaring your nationality and all of that stuff. All right. Okay, so... Um... For me, you know, for me, I was asking brothers and brothers would really kind of like withholding the knowledge but at the, at, at the same time, I finally came in contact with a brother that actually gave me the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? What I needed to do. What I okay. needed, you know, first proclaim it in my heart. You know what I'm saying? Get knowledge of the prophet, who the prophet is, one-on-ones, circle seven Quran, all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, and plus, uh, at the same time, I was also, like, uh, in a mix between two different uh, ideologies. You know what I'm saying? I, uh -huh. I, I see the video on your YouTube uh, about uh, the brother, not I think it's Nakeem. The brother Nakeem was breaking down CMBA and he was also giving the knowledge of Nova Jew, doing the knowledge of Nova Jew Ali too, as both of them building on top of each other. So, you know, some more say, don't deal with that stuff. We only in the temple, this, that, and the third, but you made it open to the, to, to the world for, for that brother to come in and drop some knowledge about that and how it relates to Nova Jolly, more science tip of America and all of that stuff. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, Islam. So man, I'm glad you dropped that. I just put that up on the screen. Like everybody out there needs to get a copy of the Holy Quran or the more science temple of America. It's basically like a booklet, you know, with like 60 something pages, right? Get that Holy Quran and get the divine constitution. Like the brother said, also get the Quran questionnaire that's also called the 101s and then get Moorish literature. The reason why you want to get these things um, is because um, for the most part, Moorish literature may have some other documents in there that weren't written by the prophet. But for the most part, this is the literature that the prophet put out regarding us. The Holy Quran of the Moorish Science Temple of America is a legal document. It, it gives us our um, our hidden heritage, like our, our connection to africa the americas how actually all wow. of this is africa in reality but you know that may be too much to get into but just saying that it gives us our true hidden history you know something that was almost removed from the planet so that reconnects us in to who we truly are and then it also gives us the steps to subdue our lower self to bring out a lie within us right which is ultimately what makes us unstoppable Right. We're the creators mm -hmm. of civilization. So this is being returned to us and um, the divine constitution and also the Quran questionnaire, because these are laws. The Quran questionnaire also should have additional laws in there in the back. But these are our laws. Right. And so is the Quran. 
And then in the Moorish literature, also, there's some proclamations and things in there that the prophet published in the old newspaper that they had the Moorish guide. And these were laws for us. Right. And so we have to know this stuff because the prophet created a um, for the Moors that don't know, the prophet created a nation. Literally, he created and he tied us back into our ancient way of living. When you go back to ancient Egypt, you'll see that they had a um, constitutional um monarchy right or they had a theocratic government all right and so the prophet relinked us back in with that we have a constant a theocratic constitutional monarchy we have that same um type structure but it's new for us to relink back to what our ancestors were because we descend from the creators of civilization but in our present state right like they got us wearing clothes that say savage and and you know and and singing songs that say savage and actually acting like savages. So we're like, we're disconnected from that, but we're still powerful. So we're actually mm. leading the world astray now because we got people all over the world trying to be like us in our lower state. So the prophet is returning us back to our higher state because we are going to lead the world again, not knocking anyone else or any other cultures or saying anyone's underneath us, just saying that that's in our nature. Right. And so he's returning us back to our nature. So, you know, not knocking anyone who's outside the temple or anything like that, even people who don't consider themselves more just saying that it's good to study and to actually really know what this is, because it's not like it's just like some dogmatic thing people trying to force on you. This is actually trying to bring out the greatness in you and, and get us to do this as a collective and then build our societies off of those principles so that, you know, you can have a temple in your city that you can just form with the Moors around you. You don't That's even right. necessarily have to be linked up with any of these other folks out here because a lot of them are led astray. They like trying to rest off of some lineage they claim and that they connected to the prophet, that they're the official temple. They're all lying. Right. You can get with the Moors in your city because you can't just do this Internet mess. You got to get with some real people. You got to get with your family first. Mm. You, got, you know, children, you need to get that should be like for me. I don't mean to get all off, but this is important for you. The first, the most important thing should be to get to your own seeds. If, if somebody's coming to me and they're saying they're serious and they're sincere and they don't even think it's important to teach their own seeds, I'm not going to take them seriously. Because I have five children and like, you know, it's not easy raising children. So to have five, you still got to get this to them. So it's like you can't get it to one or two. I don't take you seriously. I'm not knocking nobody, though. But I'm saying like you you should want to get to your own household first. Get, get, out here, get in the world. And so you build off of that. And with those moors in your city, you build a temple and you build around it. You start getting properties and businesses and the temple is surrounded by 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 you know by the the commerce and the houses and the land and the things that you need eventually you start growing your own food and the things that we need just like everyone else and you take care of the politics too because we are still in this world like you can't ignore the mayor and the city council and all that so we participating at that level too to make sure that we good and then you know we can build from there but we have to build that construct so um you know it's real important you know, for more to at least get that literature. And I would say also I would advise to actually listen in, you know, with some other Moors that are, you know, already in that structure as a temple, maybe on their holy days and ask questions because they may be able to share insight, you know, and it may help take your learning to another level. If you don't, if, they, if you don't feel like they, they with the prophet, 
or there's no, you know, there's no soul in there, right? <laughs> they maybe they're not doing right, then fine, forget it. But I would say give it a try because you know, um, it never it, it can't hurt to build with other moors who've been doing it for a while. But that's what I would advise mm-hmm. to do, and then to build your own temple where you're at for everyone, and to go from there and be on the economics because um you know the prophets stress that and i hear a lot of people glossing over that they don't even go to that um i've been sharing this a lot but this is from this is in moorish literature it's called from the prophet and the prophet said we shall be secure in nothing until we have economic power a beggar people cannot develop the highest in them talking about the higher self it's hard to even develop the higher self if we broke nor can they attain to a genuine enjoyment of the spiritualities of life all right. And then also in it, it's the last thing I'm going to read in that same um, from the prophet in connection with our religious aims and beliefs. We must promote economic security. The preaching of economic security by us is by no means as widespread and intensive as the circumstances demand. So this is supposed to be of the utmost importance. Right. We're not skipping over the spirituality, but it's a part of it. No other thing is more needed among us at this time than greater economic power. And that's from our prophet. Right. He let us know it's it's hard to even attain to bring that higher self out if we struggling to make ends meet we supposed to have that stuff on lock we supposed to know where our water is coming from they putting stuff in our water and we slaves because we can't do nothing about it we don't have water treatment plants we'll know if it's coming from underground from a lake you know what i'm saying all that stuff's important and so moors have to start we have to start taking care of this and looking out for ourselves and so with the temple we can do that locally and then we can also, you know, later on come together to form the actual national government that the prophet set up for us. At this point in time, it's kind of like putting the, you know, the cart before the horse. Like for people trying to claim to be the grand sheik of it all, supreme grand sheik, national grand sheik, whatever they want to claim themselves to be. It's like putting the cart before the horse because it's like, bro, you don't, there's no, there's no finance. There's no land. There's no farms. We're not self-sufficient. Like we need to get that done at the local level. And then we put these people, you know, that, you know, that are going to serve these positions. You know, they come from amongst our ranks. Right. And and that's how we can get things done at a greater level too nationally. But like, that's, that's really what it's about. I hope that answered your question though. It's not, it's not, it's not brother. And, and if you could expand more about, you know, the, the kids, the children, that's our main, that's, that should, that should be one of our main concerns because we don't have our own schools either. You know what I'm saying? We need our own schools so we can instill into the children, you know what I'm saying, what it is and where we come from. The beginning of where we come from. They need to know that knowledge, that history, because that's what make, that's what give them power. That's what make them strong. That's what make them intelligent. That's what make them spiritually inclined. All of that stuff. All of that. We need to get back to making our own our own medicines. The prophet was industrious in all in all sense of the matter. He was he was healing people and all types of stuff. I do I, I try to do that now. Try to find herbs and stuff and be knowledgeable of about herbs and different natural things because our ancestors uh, back in slave days they knew what they, they could just go right in the bush and just go pick something off off of a tree and know yep. what to use it for. Yep. Islam, so you you write in is that with that like education for the most part starts at home. That's that's what the sister just said here. She she hearing um what wow. you're saying. So it starts at home. Um, as far as the temple's concerned, you know, it, it starts at home and then it's Sunday school, and then 
you know, we need to have our own physical schools, literally, where, you know, we teaching the mathematics and also the true history. And in actuality, we need to take it a step further than that. We need to have our own towns, whether it's in the middle of the city or on the outskirts. And we need to have control of our own board of education. And it's not really hard to do that if we actually get in neighborhoods and incorporating them. You know, getting in neighborhoods is big enough to be a town, incorporating it, putting your people in positions in the um, uh, city council and then on the school board. And now you are in control of what's being taught in the schools. And um, that's like, you know, we got to be on that because, you know, some of us, we don't even go to those meetings at all, but we complain. And it's like so we, we have to at least be willing to do it for ourselves, you know, in our communities, you know, to actually build that construct. And so, like, you know, that's that's something that we have to work towards. And it's doable. It, it doesn't need, like if we really are on it. These are things that we could be getting done in like five years, seven years, probably quicker than that. If we come and bring in some real finances. But if we starting from square one, we could be getting that stuff done in five, seven years, you know, because you that's why you don't want to be by yourself. We, we got to be working with other moors that are like minded to get it, you know. And so, um, you know. That's why it is a beautiful thing. I think the sister has something to say, too. Islam, I just want to add that it's about being active. It doesn't matter if it's two moors in your whole city. Everybody should know that those moors, who they are, what they represent, because we're supposed to be the light no matter where we are. Even if it's just one of us, we're not supposed to be like everybody else. We're supposed to be able to be ourselves and be respected and honored for who we are because that's what the prophet brought for us for us to have a uh what is it a, a rotarian complexion islam yeah. islam so like like that means like even across the nation there's some things that we all are on like we 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 all take care of our families you know we might not all dress the same you know you might be out in nevada or somewhere where it's hot you know so your culture is a little different but some of our things, like our law, like across the board, you know, how we conduct ourselves. The Moorish community shouldn't have like, you know, single parent homes and stuff like that. We 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 working to, you know, to correct this or at least like if like like, you know, we coming out of single parent homes, we're working to make it so that our children don't repeat the same things that we're doing so that we we can end those cycles. And so, like, it's real important, you know, that we have this um, this culture these this divine creed like i see the sister said it's no religion is who we are like at one point that you know that i agree like if you actually open up the quran you see the first thing it says in there is know thyself right so the prophet is actually returning us to something that's ancient that's actually like an egyptian proverb know thyself and that's what it's teaching us that god is within us but it's one thing to just tell people oh god's in you and and they out here getting high and getting getting locked up Right. But it's another thing to actually have steps on how to subdue your carnal nature and actually reveal more of a God in you. And that's what the Quran actually does, you know. And so that's why we have this is our religion and religion. It actually means to bind back or to tie back into and the prophets tying us back into the ways of our ancestors. Right. So this ain't like, you know, what most people have been exposed to as religion. So it's like something that you can't really leave out you can't leave out of there that's why we practice islam or islamism right 
Be, and and we do we do it proudly because we get that we understand we're binding back we're tying back into the ways of our ancestors, and and when we say ancestors, we don't mean necessarily us and our fall. We mean us and our greatness, the creators of civilization, right? And so, um, you know, that means we have to clean ourselves up, and it takes some work and some training to get that out. And you know, I can't just be like, oh, I'm God, I'm God, and I'm all in my lower self. So there's actually tools in there in that Quran of the More Science Temple of America that help us each and every one of us on an individual level to subdue the carnal nature, the the body's consciousness. This very real. It's just just about you know sensations. It's just about you know this leading to destruction for the most part, right? And so um, you know it's it's a real problem, a real issue, and that's really the only thing that can hold us back. So you know it's all about subduing that. And um, if, if we're working on that as a collective, man, nothing can stop us. Nothing. Because one of the things that the Europeans were doing and not knocking the Europeans, just keeping it all the way real. One of the things they were doing when they came here, what, are, what were they doing to the indigenous people? They're giving them liquor, right? Trading with them, giving them liquor, something to knock you off of your square. So now you tow up, you cool because you could just get a little liquor in your system. Right. You're not you're not 100. You don't you don't you're not really on it mentally. And so that now, boom. Oh, now you living in a little square inch of land when before you had it all. All right. And so they're giving the Bible and the liquor bottle. And so, like, you know, that doesn't work if you aren't dwelling in your lower self. Right. That can only work if you don't truly know who you are. So this is to get us back on our square. 100 percent that's also why when we pray on the holy day we stand on our square for the most part right and um you know we we give honors so um i don't know that brothers look like okay brothers back so um you know hopefully hopefully that answered the question um but you know this is why we can't leave this portion out because it's not good enough to just know you're more it's not good enough you have to actually be a more. You have to actually act the part. That's one of the problems, too. That's how come there's people who watch every like y'all don't know behind the scenes. There's people who watch every video we put out because they're the smelly culprits. They're the ones trying to stagnate the movement and they're scared that I'm going to let it be known who they are. And that's how it is, man. So when these people aren't actually doing the work to subdue their lower self, right, they're set up to fail. Anything that they do, it's ultimately going to fail. And so you can't pretend to be a more, but you're still, basically, you're still a Negro. You still have that mentality, right? You're still looking out just for serving your, your lower self, trying to get money, fleece money from the people, whatever, whatever um, insidious plans they have. It's, you know, it's not going to work. It's actually limiting you from realizing your true potential. And so that's important for us all to gain and um, on that note, let's go ahead and start this interview up. But yeah, um, that link is in there if anybody wants to join. Um, and maybe we could have a short discussion, but we're going to go ahead and play this now. Peace and love, Morris. We are not a 501c3. We never have been, never will be. No, no, we're still on the right track. If you keep your mind to those papers that are more science 
as the prophet brought it to us. And and, and don't get a lot of that garbage that people have out there in your head. Yes, sir. You know, you have to be careful. And uh, you, you're, you're in uh, Columbus, Ohio. Yes, sir. You know, I know Moors all over the country. And I actually know two Moors that live in Columbus, Ohio. We need to have a mission in Columbus. You know that? You're working on it. You're working on it? Yes, sir. We need to have a mission there. And when there's some Moors there, Moors there. And sometimes you do better if you find a Moor that he never heard of Moors' signs. You know? Yeah. But Finley Bay is good at meditation. Uh, he's, he's, I got some papers that he mailed me and sent me on meditation. Uh, I, I have to dig them out, but there's a lot to learn. It's mom. You got a good family there. Thank you. It's mom. How long you had your nationality card? You just got it today. <laughs> 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 he just got it. <laughs> I was raised in the temple by the Moors except with the prophet. And the prophet would never issue anybody a nationality card until they heard a reading from the Koran and the reading of his laws. And we would make sure that we had a meeting and, we, and those people who were going to receive a nationality card they could have a reading from the Holy Koran, and they could sit there and listen to the reading of the prophet's laws, and then we would call them forward, and we would issue them their nationality card. We still do it like that, don't we, Kwamil? He's not here. He's no. stepped out. He's stepped out. He's been, he been doing a lot of stepping. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they got a they got a dance called Stepping. <laughs> <laughs> we do it here in Chicago. I don't know if, I don't know if y'all heard about that dance. Uh -huh. You heard about that dance yeah, called Stepping? Oh, I'm a yeah. stepper. Uh -huh. oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm good at dancing. Yeah. That was the only thing I would do with the Moors. After they made me a sheik, they told me I couldn't play with the Moors anymore. Mm -hmm. But they never said I couldn't dance well. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would dance with the sisters, you know? And wow. we, we, we would be celebrating the prophet's birthday, and we'd be out on the floor shaking a tail feather mm -hmm. and doing the dances and all that stuff. Oh, we had good times, and still do. That's why I tell them more, we can make at that one that, on, they've only been here eight, nine months. Because Brother Melio had been here only about seven, eight months. And and, and Six the months. prophet Six months. Six months. And the prophet left him in charge of our home office. That's right, man. Wow. You know, come on. Was Brother Melio a Mason? Yeah, and some people they want people to be in the temple for three, four years before they make them an adult. I think that's, they got them waiting too long. You, you.
make them add up when they've been there again. Put them to work. Give them some work to do. You know, some some serious work. You know, when we got that up some sheep, we give them serious work. They don't do that, you know, messenger work. They do some serious work. And I know Toledo got them doing serious work. We do serious work here in Chicago. Douglas Hill is originally from Toledo, so he wanted them Toledo Moors. <laughs> he was born in Toledo. <laughs> My mother had ten children, and you know what number I was? You probably near being the baby. Seven. 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 That's close seven. to being a baby. I it was, was seven. seventh child born in the seventh, seventh month. month. That's right. Wow. Yeah. I know what's special about it. I was born in the seventh month. Wow. And it was something strange about me when I was born. And my grandmother used to always talk about it and be showing people my head. I'm like 10 years old. And come here, David. Come here, David. And she'd be showing people my head. Because for some reason I was born with gray hair. I was a seventh child, born in the seventh month, and I was born with gray hair. But I love the prophet. And I was like five or six, seven years old, and we would be at the temple, and nothing would do for me but to go get on the podium. And everybody would be saying, you know, he's going to be a grand sheik one day. And sure enough, I was. It was like November 1968 when Brother O. Lewis Hill changed form and everybody turned and looked at me. And I said, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because I had to make some changes. You know, improvements, I should say, mm-hmm. in my character. I had to make some improvements. And I said, I'll do it. I'll, I'll make the improvements, you know. I've uh, been there, did that, and I did it long enough, you know. But perfected man must pass through what? All the ways of life. Um, Supreme Grand Sheep, do yeah. we have time to ask you a few questions? Yeah, come on over here. All right. Here's a chair. I hope I got okay. some answers. Yes. All right. You you got the answers. Okay, my this, wife's Now, this answer. is more Douglas Hill, right? Uh-huh, Douglas Hill. Sister, he got Sister some questions. Douglas Hill here, Brother Douglas Hill. All right. You got some questions for me? Um, yeah, my wife's going to ask you a few questions. Okay, what's the question? Gonna record it. You're going to record it? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. So All what right. is the difference between a Muslim and a Muslim? Okay. The difference between a Muslim and a Muslim is that Muslims are mainly Arab in, in their uh, uh, connection to to their uh, lineage. But Muslims do not have a connection to Arabs. You know, it's the main way I see it. We're here in uh, North
North America, we're most American Muslims, but you can go over in the East in places like China and India and Pakistan, and they don't call themselves Muslims. They call themselves what? Muslims. Muslims. But Muslims are mainly Arabs when you think about it. They're Sunnis and Shias and so forth. Uh, even when you get into uh, places like uh, Iran, they're Muslims. You know, they, they, they don't become themselves Muslims. Okay? But we're more American Muslims. And we should never change that. And the reason we shouldn't change it, everything that the Prophet gave us is part of a plan. And our first finger and sheikh, Brother Emil Eel, was speaking in the second convention. And uh, I guess it was September of 1929. And he told the Moors this. He said, the prophet told me that he had given to us the divine plan of the ages and nothing can be changed. Can't change the Constitution. Can't change the Koran. We got five divine principles. We got the divine creed. Wow. You know, can't change it. But we have to come into realization that our divine creed is like a set of fundamental principles that are desire to keep us acting civilized wow. with each other. And it goes even further that our prophet spoke in the Moorish leaders' historical message to America about some more principles that he gave us. Uh, obedience to law, loyalty to government, what is tolerance, and unity. Those are principles for us too. But they're not the divine principles. They're just Fundamental principles are the desire for the civilization of our posterity. That's what the prophet said in 1928. What's your next question? Islam. Let's see. This person said, can I use my free national name and my name that appears on my birth certificate? Yes. You use them in conjunction. Uh, <coughs> what's your first name? Lloyd. Bo Lloyd? Lloyd? Lloyd. Yeah, L-L-O-Y-D. Lloyd. L-L-O-Y-D? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Is that how you spell it? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Your name is Lord Douglas Hill. And back in the old day, and, and we can probably still call it that, like, my name is Bailey Hill, David Bailey Hill. I don't have a middle name. Mm -hmm. But David is like my given name. That was given to me by my mother and father. Bailey is a slave name. It connects you to slavery. And ill is a title. 
some boys still around this country that they, they be following people like that. They want him. His name won't come to me right now. They be telling people that Eolin Bay is their free national name. No, it's not. Eolin Bay is a title. You know, one is Lord, the other is Governor. You know, and our free national name is what? Morris and Morris American. Is our free national name, mm -hmm. but we got people around the country saying Illinois Bay is their free national name, and that's wrong. That's wrong. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah, but Illinois Bay is a title, and when when you join the temple, and when you receive your nationality card, you you can choose one or the other. Am I right? Mm -hmm. yeah. He had a choice to be a ill or bay. And he chose to be what? Ill. Ill. That's your, and you're going to be with that for the rest of your life. Islam. Islam. The rest of your natural life until you change form. If you Islam. stay with the prophet, it'll follow you into death and beyond. You're going to, you're an ill. What's next? Right. It says, are we U.S. citizens or USA or American citizens? Okay. What we always try to go by to have a sure foundation and to be in sync with the prophet is when it comes to that aspect, you have to look at your nationality card. On your nationality card, in the lower right left-hand corner, in the lower left-hand corner, the prophet put something, didn't he? Sure did. What did he put? He said, we are citizens of the USA. says, I am a citizen of the USA. And that's what we are. We're, we're what the prophet said. We're citizens of the USA. You can say U period, S period, A period. I don't care how you say it, but... We're citizens of the USA. That's what, what's on your nationality card. Islam. And that's what we stick with. You know, if the prophet gives me something, I'm not going to walk away from it. Sometimes that comes up, I, I bring that up when it comes to things like Salat. Mm -hmm. Moors can do Salat. As a matter of fact, Salat is nothing but another name for prayer. Islam. The Moorish American prayer is a form of Salat. Mm -hmm. If Salat is nothing but prayer, but when the prophet came, you, be, you can be assured he gave us everything that we need. Islam. And if you're around long enough, you come into the adept chamber, you're going to learn more. Islam. You be faithful and you're still around this time next year. And Brother uh, uh, Murray Bay, 
Berkshire Bank decide to make you an ADAP, or a sheik will do it. But the other one's got to prove it. And, and I don't go reaching in, telling them what they should do or what they shouldn't do when they come to ADAPS. I can. Don't think I can. But I'm not going to do it. I, they, they may know something about you I don't know, and, and they don't want to make you a sheik or ADAPS. And they ain't going to tell me what they know. Because it's too cold-blooded. <laughs> you know, but a year from now you gonna you 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 should be in a position where we're gonna reveal some things to you. But you gotta be patient and obedient, loyal and faithful, and a year from now you you can you can go further. Yes, sir. No. Present. As, as, as you seek more knowledge in this law. Wow. Yeah. May I say something? Say it. Uh, these questions are from different Moors all over the country that um, watch our YouTube channel or Instagram, different things like that. We um, just said that we will be speaking with the Supreme Grand Sheik. Okay. And if you have any questions. So these are coming from the people. Okay. You, the you probably play this tape too, huh? Yes, sir. Okay. What's your next question? <laughs> I'm enjoying this. You enjoying it? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Have I answered your question satisfactory? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. What else you got? So, how can guests that are visiting the MST of A know that it's the charter and it's legitimate and not any of the other temples claiming to be the MST of A? By the signature. Okay. We we have uh, a document, an affidavit. I gave some out yesterday, didn't I? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. I gave out a copy of some affidavits, well, affidavit that we filed. That was back in November of two thousand eight. And on, on that affidavit, we had the lineage of the Supreme Grand Sheikhs of the Moore Science Temple of America. In order for a charter to be legitimate and legal in the eyesight of Allah, it must have the proper signature of the signature of one of those sheikhs. Supreme Grand Sheikhs that's on that affidavit. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, in later years, we have authorized the Grand Sheikhs and temples to sign nationality cards but we've never authorized them to sign the charter. So it comes back to what I said. In order for a charter to be legal and legitimate, it must have the signature of one of those Supreme Grand Sheikhs 
on that affidavit or the proper signature. Islam. Am I right or wrong? Right. Am I right or wrong? Islam. That's correct. Is that clear? Who was the yes, first sir. Supreme Grand Sheik? Brother Emil Leo. Islam. Who was the second Supreme Grand Sheik? Brother Morris Hill. Brother Morris W. Morris Hill. Who was the third Supreme Grand Sheik? Brother E. Walton Beck. Okay. Who came after him? Brother W. Harlan Beck. And who came after him? Brother O. Lewis Hill. And who came after him? Brother David Bailey Hill. And who came after him? He retired in 92. Uh, uh, <laughs> Brother Braswell Bay. No. Hmm? Brother P. Davis Hill. Oh, sorry, yes. Brother P. Davis Hill. Brother P. Davis Hill. Try to trick Then, then Braswell <laughs> Bay, and then we removed him. Yeah. And that's yeah. another story. But what's your next? Did I answer your question? Yes, sir. What's your next question? Okay. It said. What, if any, plans are there to unify or address the separation factions of the MFPA? Eventually, Moore's going to have the wisdom and the insight to come home. Islam. Islam. That, that's all it is. They got to know that they can't have it their way. They got to do it the prophet's way and they're going to begin to come home. And it's going to begin by those of us who were together and lived in the same house back there in 1927 and 28, we're going to come together. In other words, those Moors who were, we call them Sea Kirkland Bay Moors, Right now, they would Brother Jones Hill or Jones Bay. Is it Jones Hill? Tell them about the three types of moors, Supreme Grand Sheik. Huh? Tell them about the three types of moors when the prophet no. passed. And when the prophet changed form, that was only, and I'm talking, I can go to the date, July 27, 1929. Am I right? Mm -hmm. That's when we had the prophet's film. And there's only three types of Moors that actually looked at the prophet, looked at his body laying in that casket. It was the Moors that were going to stick with him, and they gravitated at that time to Brother Emilio. There was a group of Moors that wanted to undo some of the laws and changes that the prophet had put in place and they gravitated toward Brother C. Kirkland Bay, who was a new Adam, a new sheep. And then there was a third type of Moor. What they wanted was another prophet. And it was on August the 17th, 1929, we had a more came up the elevator, not the elevator, but the fire escape, and came in the window at Pythian Temple. And 
He said he was a prophet reincarnated, and that was Brother Johnny Gibbons Hill. He said he was a prophet reincarnated, and, and this is what some wars wanted. They wanted another prophet. So initially we, we split into those three groups. Those are the first three that are going to have to come back together, and all the others will be lawfully and legally shut down. Islam. We're just going to shut them down. Lawfully and legally. We, we got that document, and you got a copy of it, that we filed in November of 2008. And it was like a affidavit of reaffirmation where we were reaffirming something, and we were reaffirming it back. We're the ones that filed that affidavit. That's our affidavit that we filed. And it gives us complete control of the MST of A. Eventually, we're just going to have to shut temples down. The ones that don't come back home, we're going to, it's going to start coming together. Islam. And here's the one thing the faithful have to keep in mind. The prophet could see and know what was going to occur in the future because he was a prophet. And there's something that he told us that we should always keep in mind and never forget. The prophet told us, the original temples, that the day was coming when we would not have enough secretaries to take in the new members. Wow. Yeah. And that's what they're going to have to be, new members. I doubt seriously if I'm going to let somebody run in here and they're going to have a hundred adapts. No. They're going to be new members. Given a period of time in there or, or, or something, we'll probably give them the adapt status back. But they're going to come in as new members, not new sheeps, when they come. It's their fault for being out there, and they know they're out there. They know it, and they know who we are. They know that we are the original grand body of the Morsan Temple of America. That affidavit proves it. Nobody else can follow an affidavit like that. You know, I guess uh, oh, his name gonna be out there now. <laughs> I asked him for something one time. I asked him about, you know, he's with the what we call the Secret Bay Group. I asked him, did they have a convention program? From 1930, 31, 32, 
and 33. As I said, see if you can locate a convention program that C. Kirkland Bay for his convention that he had in 1930, 31, 32, and 33. And he couldn't find one, because there is none. C. and Bay had no convention in those years. As a matter of fact, back there when I was 15 years old, and I was learning what was going on and that there were different groups. I didn't know there was different groups of <coughs> Muslims around. But I began to learn that it was because they didn't talk about them. Yeah. Okay? But there was this group of Moors. They were down there in the area on North Sedwich <coughs> and North uh, Orleans. Before they got over there in that building <coughs> on Augustine Horn, before they had that building. And they were actually calling themselves <coughs> the Moore Science Temple of America of 1934. Yeah. They used to call themselves the Moore Science Temple of America. Because that's when they filed papers and they had a big meeting. I got the minutes from their big meeting. Uh, have you ever seen it? Have I you ever seen those minutes? Oh, no, no, sir. You know? They used to call themselves the more Scientist of America of 1934. I got their convention minutes <laughs> from 1934. And, uh, uh oh. More that was supposed to be with Brother Millie, and he popped up at his at Seacoast Base Convention. Wow! You know, Brother Millie was sick down in uh, Mississippi, and uh, when you think about it, in September of 1934, he was sick down in uh, Mississippi, and uh, uh, the prophet's wife, Payne Hill. They all popped up at Seacurtain Bay's convention in 1934. They had some good open discussions. This is in the minutes. But if you've ever read any convention minutes, you should read those. The Seacurtain Bay convention minutes of 1934. Uh, Edward Zeal got it in that one of his books. In, the, in one of his books, he has those minutes. In, the, in one of his books. But did I answer the question that was asked? Yes, sir. Okay. Did I give a good answer? Yes, sir. Islam. Okay. What's the next question? Um, okay, it looks like we, we have three questions left. Um, one, somebody asked, uh, is there a connection to the Moors here? Can to the, the Moors or unconscious Moors in Canada, the Caribbean, South America, like my wife, for example, okay. her people from Puerto Rico and Haiti? No, not with this grand body. But I know those Moors in Canada. Mm -hmm. I've talked with them. And they've actually called me Supreme Grand Sheik. Mm 
Yeah. And one day, they'll be with us. It's coming. But we have to remember this. The prophet told us this is the uniting of what? Asia. Asia. And eventually, all Asiatics must come aboard. All of them. And everybody, if you're not a European, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole lot of people. Yeah, that's, that's, a whole, that's a whole lot of wealth. You know, the European really didn't know what they were doing when they, they made China what they are. They made China what they are. The Chinese weren't nothing. You know, figuratively speaking, they didn't have nothing. But they sent all, all, all these uh, companies over there so they could have people working for 50 cents an hour. And the Chinese got rich. They're loaning money now to the United States. The United States actually borrowed money from China. Yeah. Wow. And there's going to be some changes made in the future, some big changes. And that's why we have to be careful about what we say and what we do and who we align ourselves with and who we talk about. Because sometimes if we talk about our brothers and sisters in a negative way, it kind of like makes it hard for us to get together. But if we show the principle of love, we love everybody. You know, we love mankind. And that includes the Roman nations. It does. We really love mankind. But Moors all around the world will be with us one day. We just don't know what we're sitting on. Wow. But some of us that do, we know how to, I know how to protect them. And can't nobody flip me. And they can't flip Dandre Jill. That's why some of them left. They, 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 they were better off uh, going somewhere where they could go and be comfortable and, and do things the way they want to do it. You know, over in those other groups, uh, they're not being pressured to do and obey the prophet like we do here. And one thing we're determined to do is on those monthly reports. Everybody has got to send one every month, like the prophet said. We should be able to look at our monthly financial statements and chart of the future, know what's going on, manage effectively. And people know that here we know what we're doing, and they're going to be here. The Moors in Canada. And all these, the Moors in Central America, South America, Asia, yeah, why not? 
One great big family. You got another question? One last question. Um, is the more science temple of America a government? Okay. Let's talk about that. You have to get your, a handle on what the prophet gave us. If, if, if we are a government, or there's part of us that constitutes a government, we should be able to identify it. Okay? You have to go to the divine warning to the nations. Came out, I guess, in November 1928, didn't it? And there's a group that the prophet speaks of in there, and it's called a free national government. Yeah. And the year, I guess the month was May of 1916, the prophet founded a group called the Morris Divine and National Movement. And we can say this. The Morris Temple of America really was founded in 1913 A.D. except we were calling ourselves the Canaanite Temple. But that's a religious corporation. The prophet in, in uh, July of 1928, he had a meeting and he organized us as a religious corporation and our name became the more science temple of America but mindful of the fact that in 1916 he formed a group called the Morris Divine and National Movement and we are the more Science Temple of America slash Morris Divine and National Movement. Who who has on their ADAP slash? I have had mine in my pocket. <coughs> More. Who is that sitting there? Divine Bay. Divine. Il Divine Bay? Hold on, I got a sash. Have you you got who got Grail. the sash? Grail. 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 Give me your badge. Come stand out front here for everybody can see. Somebody with a sash on. I got mine in my pocket here. I don't put it on. <coughs> and nobody got theirs on there. Who got somebody got theirs on? Sister Gray Mail. I should have known Sister Gray would be have her act together. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's always got it together. Mayo got it. Come over, Mayo. Okay, where's Mayo? Right here. I want him out here. Well, he's right here next to you. Yeah, he's right here. He's right here. He always like getting on top of me. <laughs> you right here? Right here. Now, I want somebody to read what it says. It says, Adapt of Morris, Amer of Morris American. 
Divine National Movement of North America. Okay. So, the most divinely national movement still exists. And the most divinely national movement is our free national government. So, yes, we have a government. Okay? Islam. Yes. We, we, we have a religious aspect in that the more sensible America is a religious corporation and the more surviving national movement is our free national government. Am I right or wrong? Yes. So, we have a religious aspect which covers us in, in, in regards to the Constitution of the United States of America because it protects religious organizations. That's why we have a document that our prophet said the Constitution of the United States of America is one of the greatest documents of all time. It is, because it enables us to function as a religious organization. But yet, the most divine national movement is our free national government. And when it comes to things that are done by government entities, the most divine national movement come into play. When it comes to things that are religious in nature, the more sensitive America comes into play. I can look at you this way, or I can look this way. Or whatever way you want to come, I got you covered. Because you can only come as religion or as a government entity Ain't nothing else. Private covenant it all. But we we gotta be able to think to know how to use it. You know, you can you you can have a person out in the wilderness and they can be living like wow. And you can go out there and give them a spoon and fork and they don't know what that is. But you give them time and they got it, they're gonna pick out some use for it, they might that put break rocks with it, I don't know. But eventually they're gonna learn to eat with it. Give them time. But there's so much that the prophet gave us that he told us. One on one occasion he said he said, It'll be fifty years before you understand what I gave you. Am I right or wrong? And I was around in the 1950s, and I can guarantee you, those more didn't really know a lot about what the prophet gave us. And they couldn't really explain a lot. And I was always asking questions that they couldn't answer. But now I want it to be different. We should have a handle enough on this to be able to answer that most questions 
Annette Moore's questions to satisfaction. And, and, and you know, a lot of those old Moors, we would ask them questions, and they would say, you know, you ask too many questions. I said, no, you just don't have the answers. And they get mad at me. I make them mad. They get mad at me, but I say, no, you just don't have the answers. It's not that I'm asking too many questions. You don't have an answer that, that I will accept. And one answer, I got them on. They, they were, when I was like 10 or 12 years old, they were telling me that ill was my free national name. Yes, they did. They were saying that. And it wasn't until I was about 17, 18 years old was the first time they made known to me it was such a thing as a divine warning to the nations because it was so much in there they didn't understand that they didn't want to talk about it or bring it out. But they had this big metal cabinet loaded with papers and things and they never would let me get in there. But I started peeping and eventually I saw this paper called The Divine Warning to the Nations. And in the first paragraph, it spoke about a free national name. And it said there's only one. I said, whoa, whoa. I said, I think I got them this time. <laughs> Because, you know, I, I would be out to get the old no more sometime. I'd be out to get them. Mm -hmm. And now I got something. they saying Eel and Bay, which is two, is my pre-national name. But I got a paper written by the prophet saying there's only one pre-national name. Now, who's right? The prophet. prophet. prophet got to be right. And they got to be wrong. And they got mad when I told them they were wrong. Oh, shut up, shut up, you don't know. I said, I'm just be repeating what the prophet said. There's only one free national name. And it's what? Morris American. Morris American. Morris American. Wow. I'm kind of long-winded, I don't know. No, you're good, you're good. Yeah, you explain everything. What kind of questions you got? <laughs> Where are your questions at? <laughs> Have you got some questions? I got, I got, I got one more. One more? Uh -huh. Okay. She got one more. You, she got one more question. What's the question? Why is it important to pray and meditate? Why is what? Why is it important to pray and meditate? Okay. Now. We have to remember, I was talking about this earlier. Mm -hmm. Prayer and meditation is two different things. Okay? When we pray, we speak or we talk to Allah. And there are different types of prayers. Prayers of... Uh, Affirmation or reaffirmation, there's uh, about four or five different kinds of prayers. 
you know. But when it comes to meditation, you can't move, you can't talk, you got to be still. And when you meditate, instead of you speaking to Allah, Allah speaks to you. And in a and in a small still voice, he speaks. And he who hears is still. You got to be still when you meditate. Am I right or wrong? He who hears is still. So Moors pray, and we have a Moors American prayer. And Moors meditate. In the Holy Quran, the MST of A, I believe it's in chapter 35, on page 43, it's about verse 22, maybe. It says, Allah has exalted thy mind, thy mind with the powers of what? Meditation. Meditation. Yeah. <coughs> in many instances in the Holy Quran, it speaks about prayer, a praying. So we pray. I pray every day. And we meditate. I meditate every day. You know, I retired from the post office almost like 25, 26 years ago. And every day, by not having to go work for a living, I get a retirement check. I've been hitting them for 26 years. <laughs> yeah. But you'd be surprised how much money I've got when you add it up. I've gotten a lot of big, big money over the years, but I have time now to meditate. And every day I pray, and I meditate, I do both of them every day. And each has its place. And sometimes I like to get everybody in the house together. And we say the most American prayer. Come on, let's pray. Yeah. But when I meditate, I, I go in my room. Sometimes I leave the door open, sometimes I close it. When I meditate, I, I like being by myself. It's just me and the lot. And he unloads on me, instead of my unloading on him, he unloads on you. Mm -hmm. and, if, and, if, and if you're wise enough and religious enough and clean enough, you got to be clean. A lot doesn't like dirty. He never has. He tells us, keep thy body clean with water, on the inside and outside. That's why we have to drink plenty of water every day. It's a healthy, normal thing to do, to drink, let's say, five or six, seven glasses of water every day. Clean the inside, clean the outside. Don't be no dirty more. Well, I don't like dirty more. You come to the temple, you're supposed to be what? Clean. 
know, you don't come to the temple dirty. Inside and out, you got to be clean. But we pray and we meditate. There's a difference. The difference is what? When we pray, we talk to Allah. And when we meditate, Allah talks to us. You got one more? <laughs> I'm done. You answered no. everything. Did I answer your question? Yes, Definitely. sir. I want to thank you for taking the time to speak to us, to teach us. Um, if I can, I'd like to plug the temple. Um, you're listening, if you don't know, you're listening to the Supreme Grand Sheik of the Morris Science Temple of America. There is no other. Um, I hope you uh, learned a lot. If you want to know more, go to mstofa.net. We'll put that on the screen at the bottom. Um, Keith, uh, Dandre Jail, what, what would we um, do if, if someone can't find a temple near them? Um, go to, to the same site, mstofa.net, on the locator tab, and uh, find the nearest temple near you. And uh, if there's not a temple in your state, just reach out to the nearest temple because in order to proclaim your nationality, you're most likely need to travel there or they need to come and meet you. But just find the nearest temple and uh, reach out via email. All the, all the different temple emails are in that uh, locator tab. And uh, if you don't get a response, email homeoffice at mstofa.net. And that'll come to the Supreme Grand Council and someone will get back to you. Okay, so we'll put those links in there and on the screen. Okay, so if you have any questions, you heard that, just email. All right, and I just want to thank you for your time. We're going to close on that. Islam? Islam. I mean, you got to shut that record off. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, Moors, I hope y'all appreciate that. Um, make sure you hit like and share. Help uh, spread this information. Get that out there. And everybody, make sure you get a copy of the Quran of the Morris Science Temple of America, the Divine Constitution, the Quran Questionnaire, and Mortish Literature. I would just I would advise everyone to get this, whether you're going into the temple or not. Um, it's also important to actually study so that you know what the temple is supposed to be doing. So um, get those items, <coughs> regardless. All right, and um, on that note, we're gonna go ahead and close out. For the more is watching this live on this Friday, feel free to join us on Zoom. I put the info in the chat. You can click that link and join us on Zoom. We're getting started in 10 minutes. So make sure you join us on that link and uh, we're going to go ahead and close things out. I appreciate you all. Also go to the website, moresinamerica.com ton of information on there anyone that wants to support the channel cash app dollar sign moors in america real simple just cash app uh dollar sign moors in america everything that you say anything that you send any contributions will be appreciated and then also you can like and share this video for free and on that note we're closing out you can join us on zoom in a few minutes Peace and love, Morris.